Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we're gonna take a look at a report from Headset on the current state of cannabis products in Canada. No offense, Labrador, we're not gonna cover all of Canada, just Alberta, British Columbia, and Ontario. Additionally, Headset only captures data from private retails in Ontario. So this graphic, it's showing that sales are broken down by Canadian province. And so from October of 19 to March 2020, the total Canadian market saw a healthy month-over-month sales growth, peaking at 14.8% between February and March of this year. In April, there was a precipitous drop in growth, falling to 15.2% growth month-over-month, but it jumped back to 13% the following month. The key takeaway here is that many expected the market boom in January due to the introduction of cannabis 2.0 products and much of that momentum was decelerated by COVID related issues. So this report's going to dive into the cannabis market starting in January of this year and explore recent trends specifically as they relate to the introduction of cannabis 2.0 products being vape pens, concentrates, edibles, and beverages. So prior to January of 2020, sales of cannabis products were limited only to capsules, flour, oil, and pre-roll categories. Canada is similar to many new markets and that sales from the flour category tend to dominate. From March 2019 to December of 2019, the flower category made between 78% and 67% of total sales, settling on average around 70%. So over the same period of time, pre-rolls averaged almost 20%, which is the second largest share of the four categories. The other two categories are capsules and oils and appear to be more niche than pre-rolls and flour. Capsules and oil average around 3.1 and 6.3% sales from March of 2019 to December of 2019. So the 2.0 category being, again, beverages, concentrates, and edibles started in January of 2020. So the graph that we're showing uh, are sales and individual cannabis 2.0 category sales from January through July of this year. So this graphic can tell us a couple of things. One is that vape pens are clearly the most popular 2.0 category. And two is that cannabis 2.0 sales growth was vastly outpacing cannabis 1.0 sales growth until April when the two product groups growth converged. So for the first point, this will come as no surprise to those familiar with more developed market in the U.S. as we dig into more detail on the next slide. The second point, the convergence of the 1.0 and 2.0 growth rates into closely mirrored line is due to the fact that the virus-related issues in Ontario affected all categories, similarly resulting in nearly identical negative growth rates. So we're going to kind of compare two of the more dominant markets being Washington and Colorado about how flour was the dominant market and how that developed over time with the introduction of new product categories. So the line on this graph splits apart category sales into two groups based on the category definitions of cannabis 1.0 and 2.0 in Canada. So the graph shows that since the first quarter of 2016, cannabis 2.0 sales category shares have grown almost 8.5% quarterly in Colorado and 4% in Washington, with vape pens accounting for roughly half of cannabis 2.0 sales. So the key takeaway is that cannabis 2.0 products in Canada have plenty of share growth to grow into. And by using Washington and Colorado as proxies for a developed marketplace, you can infer that the 2.0 product growth is is going to be around 40% of sales with vape pens accounting for at least half of that share. So looking at May 2020 sales data in Ontario, British Columbia, and Alberta, you can see that where each province lands in terms of cannabis 2.0 sales share in Alberta, Flower sales have decreased almost 16% from January to May, while vape pens have gained almost 16% 
as of May. If you look at British Columbia, you see that flour still has a strong hold on sales. From January to May, flour decreased almost 5%, suggesting that cannabis 1.0 categories such as flour and pre-rolls may be slightly slower to relinquish shares in the province in comparison to Alberta and Ontario. Similar to Alberta and BC, they've seen substantial growth in the vape pen category, which captured 13% of sales in May. And lastly, Ontario flower sales decreased 9% from January to May, while vape pens captured 14% of sales. One clear takeaway is that vape pens are likely to drive much of the cannabis 2.0 sales going forward. But it's also clear that edibles are likely to be a second largest cannabis 2.0 category in the market, which is consistent with what we've seen in developed U.S. markets. So diving into the edible segment, taking a look at a couple of product categories that are really popular being chocolate and gummies. You can see that the edible segment share of chocolate and gummies over the past six years, looking at the data from 2014, 2015, you can see that chocolate was a dominant segment when adult use first came online in Washington and Colorado, but it changed as more markets opened up and gummy products became more widely available. So as the second quarter of 2020, 61.7% of all U.S. edible sales go to the gummy segment, while just 14.5% go to chocolate. And it's also worth noting that gummy segment is the most popular segment in California, Colorado, and Nevada. The only U.S. state where gummy is not the top edible segment is Washington, but that's due to government restrictions on labeling and product ingredients of gummies types and edibles opposed to the lack of consumer interest. You can't have gummies in Washington, you can have chewies. So as long as they're not in the shape of a gummy attracted to children with wild colors or or shapes, then you can have chewies. They just can't be called gummies. (laughs) So next, we're going to take a look at how learning from U.S. edible market and compare that to the initial launch of edibles in Canada. With 2.0 edible sales in Canada, chocolate is off to a dominant start, capturing on average 65% of edible sales over the past seven months. It's not unlike the initial stages of U.S. markets, which saw chocolate captured 36% in 2015. The main reason for the large discrepancy in chocolates initially is the U.S., when compared to Canada, is primarily that the U.S. has many more edible segments available to consumers. Another interesting finding that may be contributing to the relatively small share of gummy sales in Canada is that there are few edible brands that make gummies. For example, in Canada, there's 12 brands that make edibles, but only two of them make gummies. So to put this into perspective, in the U.S., there's 187 brands that make gummies. And all of this data, when viewed together, suggests that gummies in Canada are primed to see increase in sales shares with the edible category and that there's an opportunity for new brands to enter the space just as soon as companies start reading these reports or listening to the talking hedge. (laughs) The data is there. I don't know what these companies are doing. It's hilarious. All too often we see companies that say, I didn't come from the cannabis space. And they say that they're not interested in being a part of the cannabis industry. And this is the result. It's people like Tilray who have no idea what they're doing and probably not offering gummies. Even if they do, Tilray doesn't know what they're doing. I'm just using them as an example of many, many companies out there that don't utilize data and it shows. But you also need to know how to read the data. So we just did a report on three sunsetting trends and it's not really sunsetting. Those trends weren't diminishing or fading away. It was just that the data in Canada wasn't really available. So the question was, is vaping uh, a a fading trend in Canada. Well, no, there's still a vaping ban in a majority of regions in Canada and some places in the US too. So got to understand the data and come back to the talking hedge to find out. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the talking hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. 
To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like, their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.